Living with Cancer is a non-profit organization that was created initially for the purpose of serving as a support group, with the primary aim of connecting individuals who have been diagnosed with cancer. The aim was to provide a platform for these individuals to share their experiences, ask each other questions and give them an opportunity to engage with individuals experiencing the same challenges that they may be dealing with. The support group is open to all individuals at different stages of their cancer journey as well as different types of cancer. The support group seeks to create a network to connect the cancer community with each other. Good morning and welcome to the Living with Cancer podcast series. This is episode number 16 and today we have cancer warrior uh, Leisha Nannan with us. Welcome Leisha. Good morning Belinda. Thank you for this opportunity to share my journey live with living with cancer. So, so Leisha, would you start off by just telling us a little bit about who you are and a little bit about your journey? Um, and so when you were diagnosed and, and a little bit of around the history of your diagnosis. Sure, Belinda. Um, my journey started almost 16 years ago. I was 25 years old, a young lady, but a young lady, immature, uh, still finding my way, learning life experiences, and I was hit with cancer. Um, it was quite a shock. Uh, the diagnosis, first I would like to actually tell you, there was no symptoms. Uh, it was just like feeling like a flu and gaining weight. And I kept feeling unwell. And um, I think you knew, uh, it, part of me knew that this wasn't normal. So I did um, go to different doctors for consultation. Uh, one of the doctors that I did have a consultation with was a gynecologist. I had a physician consult. I had numerous blood tests, scans, um, and a, it, an aspiration was done. But all these tests revealed nothing. It almost always said normal. However, um, the doctor had a feeling that it could be something connected to the thyroid. We, we just couldn't get a, a conclusive decision. However, as time went on, I, I made the decision to have an operation because my um, underneath my neck, I was getting what was called a gloiter. So it was a thick skin formation and I took a chance to have an operation. When the operation was done, it was discovered that I had cancer of the thyroid and it was on the, the left side for, uh, at the moment. However, we didn't know how far it had spread but because there wasn't planned, um, the operation planned knowing that there was going to be cancer, I had to be closed up. I went back in for a second operation where they cleaned out the thyroid, the parathyroids. And um, thereafter, the journey st uh, started on recovery, uh, the process of understanding my body, my mind the physical changes, the mental changes, the emotions. So, 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 so Lisha, take us back to, to, so first of all, how old were you then? And, oh, and then just tell us, tell us a little bit about, sorry, just tell us a little bit about, um, you know, what was it, talk about the emotion when you, you know, it, it, it sounds like it took quite a while to get it um, finally diagnosed. And then, and then, uh, you know, you, you, you're this young girl and you've just been told you've got cancer. Talk us a little bit through how did it feel? I was 25 years old. I was living and working in London, trying to make a, a beautiful life and career for myself. So um, when I was told I had cancer, um, 
obviously it's a very emotional feeling but um i had a strong mind and the first thing i told the doctor was thank you please tell me how we can fix myself so i somehow managed to accept it immediately and i was already forward thinking on how could i improve my life and how could i fix myself because i wasn't prepared to give up when you say fix yourself what, what i mean what was your lifestyle like before you got cancer and and what do you um define what you mean by fixing yourself okay um for me i don't i think i had unhealthy lifestyle uh, insufficient exercise incorrect eating diet uh sleep and so so yeah you are a young girl living in london and and talk us through talk us through that i mean you know it must have been quite scary it was it was quite scary i mean uh, the first thought comes to you is that am i going to die uh, is this over um you, you also kind of feel like why me for a moment uh what have i done wrong um you feel that loneliness that isolation uh, london was really dark and gloomy you missed the sun uh i was all alone no family and friends so um it was it was a mind battle for me absolutely in the mind it's like you ha- i had to have a strong mind to say okay this has happened to me what does it mean also uh cancer is something that you would have heard happening to people but until mm. it happens to you I don't think you realize what it means. Mm. Mm. So it, it was a, it was that shock. And tell us a little bit about you know from your family side. I mean I'm I'm sure they were quite stressed about you. How how did you manage all of that? For my my parents it was quite stressful. Um I actually had the surgeries in Durban and then I flew back to London. Um it was really quick. I was in on a Wednesday, out on a Friday, in on a Wednesday, out on a Friday. and then i had radioactive therapy the third week and i flew out in a really weak condition uh i just didn't want to rest i was i was like off this mindset i'm 25 i'm going to do this and i felt it was better to get back to normal life so i left home without resting or recovering it was hard on my parents um obviously they they just want to comfort you and keep you away but they did also respect my decision and saw that my, i had strength and allowed me to go and have a normal life uh it wasn't normal i must admit i had a a fall on the tube um one morning i think it was a month after all the procedures and that gave my parents a lot of stress and there was continuous mishaps and feeling unwell being away from my parents i think was very stressful but you know um you don't want to admit that you are sick and like i don't want to take that break but say i need some time to recover i guess it was because i was so young i just wanted to do, take care of myself find out what's happening and figure it out on my own also i felt that i didn't want to be that person that was sick so everybody was like you know she's sick she needs extra attention i wanted i wanted this independence so i left and i went to the uk so i mean what you're describing is is very interesting i mean i again i remember going through my journey and i think you want to be treated as normal um and i mean i've spoken to on on all of my podcasts i've spoken to to warriors and we always talk about that fear in in 
people's faces when they when they see you and and they know that you've got cancer and you almost want to avoid that you just want everything to be as normal as possible does that resonate with you yes it does so you go back to london and then what so tell us the story i go back to london hoping to have a normal life but it was difficult um i had no energy for me i think the biggest adjustment was not I didn't realize what the thyroid did to the whole, uh, the function of the thyroid for the whole body. Mm. And not having the thyroid and the parathyroids, it, it led to many deficiencies. So a lack of iron, a lack of vitamin D, a lack of calcium in the body. I very quickly developed osteopenia, osteoporotic bones, uh, the spine, the hip. And for an active person to like, encountered tremendous joint pains it was a bit difficult um the whole lifestyle maintaining a job uh having nausea as you know many of us had that not feeling like eating losing weight cooking and preparing foods for yourself and then not feeling like eating it it's maintaining the job it was quite difficult um, I did, thereafter encountered a head injury in that tube incident that I told you about, feeling weak. Um, eventually, I think I went back in, um, from August to December and I deteriorated quite a bit mentally, emotionally, physically. So I made the decision to actually give, it, give the job up and the lifestyle and I came back to South Africa to heal. Once I returned to South Africa, uh, I was always searching, searching for something different, uh, and I found an alternative treatment, which was called, an, um, it was called a course called the Art of Living Happiness Program. And I think mm. for me, that's changed my life because I started doing the technique called the Sudarshan Kriya, also known as the Sky Technique. And I became more aware of the four sources of energy that I required. So the correct eating, quantity and quality of food, the correct amount of sleep, the importance of the breath, how the breath could, could help me control my emotions and remove toxins in my body. I learned how to use my lung capacity a bit more. And with each day and learning, I started to improve my life. So with the bones, I eventually started doing yoga and meditation. I must admit it was not easy at the beginning I could not sit cross-legged. I, I could not even do postures because of the osteo bones and protic bones. But it's with constant uh, practice and learning, I actually progressed. Also, I think uh, support from a doctor was really good. He started to notice the changes and he asked me, what am I doing? Um, and he supported. So eventually I have now got a normal spine and the bone density has reduced has stopped deteriorating i've actually also uh, completed a yoga teacher training which i would never have dreamt of at the age of 25 so so tell me do you feel i mean you gave up your career and you gave up your job in london um how do you feel about that do you feel that cancer's taken from you or given to you no i feel it has given to me i have no regrets um 
I feel that um, if it hadn't happened to me, I wouldn't be the person I am. I am now 40. I have the strongest body that I've ever had. Um, I'm living a healthy lifestyle. My mind is healthy. I feel at peace. I'm able to inspire others. I'm able to appreciate the present moment and just live for now. I also discovered like giving up your job. The most important thing that we need in life is a healthy body. With a healthy body and mind, you could do, you can achieve everything. So you've turned your life around. You've, you've, to some degree, you've taken ownership of your part that you said you had stress in your life before and you weren't eating healthy and you weren't looking after your body. You're now looking after your body. So what, what I, what, what I'm hearing is that from your perspective, um, you've now come to appreciate the, the, the body that you have and the opportunity that you have in order to put your life or, or rather reset your life. Um, so where are you now in your life? And, and you know, um, how many years has it been? Um, you know, do you go for regular checks? Just tell us about what does it mean to live with cancer today? So I'm now um, in, in my 40s. So I'm going to be 41 this year. Um, I think I'm at this space in my life where that I just love for each moment and day. And I'm able to share life experiences, uplift other people. Uh, mental health, as we know, after COVID is quite a, a difficult thing for everybody. And a lot of people find inspiration when you share your story from where you come. Um, in terms of dreams and things, I think it changes when you have living, when you're living with cancer, because uh, you, do, you, you just want to uplift humanity. You want to live giving love, sharing love, making people smile. It's, it's a really space coming from the space of just peace of mind, comfort, I think I'm there. I you're not chasing material things. You you just you need sufficient to uh, to live. You want a balanced life. You can still ha still have a career. You still want to work, but you want the balanced lifestyle. You wouldn't want to put extra hours in. You would want to make sure that you work an eight to nine uh, a nine to five job, and then have time for yourself. Make mm -hmm. sure you have that meditation every day, that nature walk, listening to music, preparing your food. Like being 100% present in whatever you do. I think that made a difference for me. Because sometimes we are having this conversation, but your mind is racing to the past, to the present, or the future. Mm. So is there anything in your life that you're not able to do because of cancer? Yes. Um, I do get tired much more than uh, a normal healthy person would would. Uh, I mean, I don't have an organ which is vital to the whole body. So it has its uh, disadvantages. Uh, it's a, the hormones are imbalanced. Um, I was told initially that having kids would be a problem. Um, at the moment, I am, I'm, I'm single. I've never married and I've never had kids. So I think those will be limitations. But I think because I follow the spirituality, yoga, and I think the whole world is there. So there's love of other kids and the option of adopting is always there. So 
Um, someone that's just been diagnosed, what, what advice would you give them? I would tell them that keeping the mind strong is the key because a strong mind can carry the weak body, but a weak mind cannot carry a strong body. So for me, it would be accept that you have it, go through the emotions, but pick yourself up and use your mind because I use my mind to heal myself. Even um, in terms of my surgeries, I had a discussion with the doctor that I didn't want further medications or unnecessary medication. Pain medication, sleep medication, I refused to take. I use visual techniques. I, I, I used uh, a, vision, a vision board. I used to actually post pictures of my body, like healthy body, healthy blood system, healthy immune system. So, so talk us through your routine. You're using arts of living, you're using breathing, you're using visualization. What is a typical day or how do you, how do you live your life now? Okay, for me for now is um, like you brush your teeth in the morning. Uh, the next step is your mental hygiene, which is, which is a routine of uh, yoga postures, breathing techniques, the Sudarshan Kriya technique, um, some meditation and some resting. Thereafter, um, I've also uh, adopted a eating habit called Ayurvedic cooking. So it would be um, fresh fruits in the morning. Uh, in terms of Ayurvedic cooking, it is said that um, you should not drink water while eating your fruits. So you would have your water, boiling water before eating your fruit and an hour after. Freshly prepared veg meals, uh, for lunch, you would have your work routine. You'll have your snack of healthy seeds and fruit. Uh, staying away from sugar, staying away from white flour. Uh, yeah, so and then sufficient sleep in the afternoon. Uh, also, take some time to meditate. Um, I work in the finance industry, so the brain is very active with numbers. So to relax in the evening, it's recommended to listen to some of like instrumental music, maybe a Mozart. That will be a typical day. Okay. And where to for you from here on? I mean, you've now got this, this routine um, that you follow. Um, but what do you see for yourself in the next 40 years? Wow, Belinda, I... I wouldn't want to live in another 40 years. <laughs> but I actually remember when I was 25 and I went for the job interview and they asked me, where do you see yourself in the next five years? And at that time I said, oh gosh, I can't even see myself in the next minute. But um, for the, if I had to live in the next 40 years, I would say a, a lot of um, charity work, a lot of motivating people, a lot of teaching yoga, a lot of creating awareness to the four sources of energy in people. I do do a lot of charity uh, involvement wherever possible. Because if we could change our eating and sleeping and patterns, we could actually avoid cancer. Isha, thank you so much um, for sharing your journey. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share in terms of wisdom for anyone going through cancer now or if they've just been diagnosed, is there anything you'd like to, you'd like to advise them on? Uh, 
I would like to advise them to contact you, Belinda, because I think <laughs> your group, your group, and uh, all the survivors, all the people that are currently going through it, will give them immense support. This is the place to be. You don't have to be alone, and it's hard for family and friends to understand. The only people could understand is the people on our group, Belinda. So they need to join Living with Cancer, and we could hold their hand through this journey. Thank you, and it's definitely our group, not my group, as you said. Um, and um, you play a really important part um, in the group. So thank you for your contribution too. Um, Good luck for the next 40 years. I'm going to say 40 because you're only 40. <laughs> um, and I just uh, thank you for sharing your story. And, um, you know, I think you give, you give a lot of people inspiration. And I think you're right. We, we really do need to take stock of our, you know, of our health, our, of our mind. Because it's not just the physical part. It's the mind part too. And I think that... Um, being diagnosed with cancer, I know for me, it's certainly given me more meaning and purpose to my life. Um, and I think anyone that you speak to that's been diagnosed will. So thank you. Thank you for your contribution. Thank you, Belinda. And I think we need to remember every day above the earth is a good day. Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks, Leisha.